Welcome back, folks. The Supreme Court has ruled on our redistricting throwdown. There's another school mask lawsuit out there, and a woman referee is on top of a most trolled list. My name's Ike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. Alabama's congressional districts, as they were drawn last year based on the 2020 census, apparently will be used after all in this year's elections, reports AL.com's Mike Kasin. Lawsuits against the state and criticism from Democratic lawmakers argued that Alabama ought to have two majority or near-majority black districts since 27% of the state's residents are black. Of the seven current congressional districts, which are similar to what they've been since 1992, only one has a majority of black voters and it's the only district with a Democrat representative in Congress. A panel of federal judges had agreed with the plaintiffs and ordered state lawmakers to revisit the redistricting map. Now, the state asked the U.S. Supreme Court to put a hold on that ruling, and on Monday, it did just that, allowing this election cycle to proceed with the current congressional districts. Justice Brett Kavanaugh wrote in his opinion that the hold is in place because it's too close to the election to force a redraw now, and that further orders from the justices are pending. Kavanaugh said that Supreme Court precedents show federal courts shouldn't disrupt state elections at such late notice. We're four months away from the primary, but absentee voting for that primary is set to start March 30th. Parents with kids in the Madison City school system are the latest in Alabama to file a lawsuit over a COVID mask mandate, reports AL.com's Paul Gaddis. Now, there's already a lawsuit involving nearby Huntsville City schools. The Madison lawsuit says that parents have requested on numerous occasions to discontinue the requirement for school children to wear face masks, and it cites physical difficulties that some children face, including headaches and an aggravation of asthma and even nosebleeds. Some of the parents are claiming their kids were denied exemptions for conditions such as asthma or that they have been fussed at over not wearing the mask properly. In the fall, school masking lawsuits against Homewood City Schools and Coleman City Schools were filed but later dismissed. Sarah Thomas last year became the first woman official to work the Super Bowl. The Pascagoula, Mississippi native and former University of Mobile basketball player was the down judge as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Kansas City Chiefs 31-9. AL.com's Mark and Abinett reports that according to a study by bookmakers.com, over the past year, Thomas has received more online abuse than any on-the-field sports official in the United States. And we might ought to pause here and appreciate that for sports officials in the U.S. of A., the bar for abuse is set way up high. Those of you who've ever called a Little League ball game know that. Now, as far as online abuse, Sarah Thomas leads the nation. The study said she was the target of 6,288 negative social media posts during the year 2021, the vast majority of those coming shortly after it was announced that she would help call the Super Bowl. Now, we'll also note... Worldwide, Thomas is only the second most trolled official behind English Premier League referee Anthony Taylor in that other kind of football. And it should also be noted that Thomas was on the receiving end of a lot more positive social media posts and that despite the high number of trolling posts, they accounted for just over 8% of the total reaction she received, which really ain't bad at all. Thank y'all so much for listening. We'll be back here tomorrow. Until then, stop by and see us anytime you want to on the internet at AL.com.